Hello and you're welcome to this week's Backdoor Gaelic Football Podcast. On today's show we have an interview coming up with Clare footballer Owen Cleary and where he reflects on their narrow one-point victory over Westmead and also looks ahead to this weekend's clash against Mead. Clare with Clare footballer Owen Cleary. I suppose Owen, what's the initial thoughts after that victory over Westmead? Um, yeah, I know, I suppose, listen, it was a great win, I suppose, it was a game there which kind of ebbed and flowed and they had purple patches in the game and we had as well, but thankfully we came out top, I suppose, any day you come out and away fixture with a one-point win, it's a brilliant result and especially against a side like Westmead with a lot of quality players, but overall we, we've, um, we were very pleased, we've a lot to work on the next round, but we're delighted to get the win. Was it very frustrating being leading one ten to nine nine points and then to kind of throw it away and just win by a point in the end? Um, it was frustrating not to kick on, I suppose, when we went one ten to nine points ahead. Of right, I suppose. Um, I suppose it's it's kind of a good team from Westmead's perspective that they came back. You know, a soccer a goal in a game like that, a close game, such a soccer punch, and they still came back and. It was a kick of a ball in it for a finish, but um, yeah, it was just fine from our perspective not to, to kick on when we got the goal because we, we were dominating um, around the middle, but we didn't get the scores, unfortunately, to match that. Is there an extra pressure for you on when you have to step up and take uh, some of the frees? Uh, no, I don't really find it. Um, I suppose I've been, like, pressure because I suppose I've been taking frees all my life, but I suppose as well, when I came into the panel, I was able to learn from a free taker like David Tuberty, a fellow who's kicked massive games over the years and with such experience. So I suppose the shared responsibility with him is great because I suppose he gives you that bit of advice and how to deal with, I suppose, um, big games and that and, and taking free. So, uh, no, I, was, I never really found it any pressure. I just, I suppose, once you practice enough with it, it doesn't really seem like pressure because you're just practicing what you're you're just putting into practice really what you're practicing all along so it's not really pressure if you if you can perfect it as much as you can exactly and Owen what's the reaction to the draw against Mead? Um, Astro Mead are a very good side like we played them it was a good bit Division 2 over the past two years and we know they've just some quality players up front and at the back and sure any team you play in the last serve of the All-Ireland Championship is going to be tough and and me are, are definitely that. So, you know, it's a challenge we're looking forward to. You know, it's, it's going to be a really tough game. Um, listen, we'll, we'll, um, we'll go up Sunday, we'll give it everything, and we'll, we'll see how it goes, and hopefully that can get us over the line. Most definitely. And on one thing is, you'll really have to be defensively very solid at the back when you look at the quality inside line of Mikey Newman and James Conlon and then you're probably going to expect a bit of a reaction from me after they're hammering to Dublin. Yeah, of course, they have some quality forwards which we're, we're well aware of and I suppose um, the, the last game that they wasn't really a true reflection of Mead's um, team. Uh, to be honest, it was, I suppose, we, we've seen Mead over the years and we've seen him at the league finally against Sonny Galbert at the fabulous football and they show they've some of the top players in the country on, on their team and on their day they can they can match um, any team in the country so we know we're really going to be on our game next Sunday but it is a challenge we're looking forward to. One thing within this clarity team is you have to say 
there's some young lads here stepping up to the plate. You look at the new goalkeeper in this year, Stephen Ryan, he's been really terrific, and then Killian Brennan at full back. Uh, there are young lads stepping up in this team. In this team. Yeah, definitely. It's great to see. In fairness to Cullum, I suppose young guys know coming into the panel, if they do prove themselves in training, they will get their tested game. Stephen has proven that. He didn't play any game at all in the league and, and then performed has performed so well in championships so far and, and Killian is a fellow who came into the panel uh, almost three years ago now and he's just year by year session by session match by match he just gets better and better and it's really uplifting to see someone like that to come in with such a good attitude and add so much to the team and, and the panel in general and there's plenty more guys as well like Roy Cahill Dermot Cox and these guys who haven't seen any game time yet but I'm sure it'll be stars of the future in the future and you have to really look at the Clare attack. Uh, 342 in three games. It really shows the attacking quality you have up front. Yeah, I suppose, uh, I suppose all over the pitch we, we'd like to think we're, we're well balanced. But um, up front, uh, in some games it has clicked for us and in others it hasn't. But I suppose in the games it doesn't work for you. You just have to keep working and, and trying to find a way to, to get over the line. But um, in the last few games we have put up a few scores. Um, that we've been pleased with, but we also know there's areas to improve. Um, even in the last 10 minutes in the West Meekham, we, we took some shots which weren't on and against um, against the likes of Meekham that you can't afford to, to miss these opportunities. So we know we, we have to step it up another bit the next day. And you really are gathering a nice bit of momentum going into this Mead game. A comfortable victory over Leitrim and a one-point victory over West Mead. Uh, that's really going to give you an extra boost of confidence going into this game. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose even the crowd going up to Mullingar the last day was um, was brilliant. I suppose when we drove in in the bus, we could see the, the clear colours around a place like Mullingar. It was fantastic to see, and it gave us an extra edge of going into the game. But, of course, I suppose winning games brings momentum, and I think we have that with us at the moment. So hopefully we can carry that into the next game now and see where it brings us. What kind of a game are you expecting from Mead? I suppose we know in Mead um, they bring a very good running game and a kicking game. They mix it very well and they have some good players all over the pitch. Um, I, I could be naming them all day, to be honest. Uh, but we're well aware of the qualities they have. Um, we know we played them on some occasions where we haven't brought our A game and um, we've been with up until the end of the, we know if we don't do that on Sunday we'll be coming up at the end of it as well so we, we know going to Port Leith we're going to have to, to give 110% and hopefully that'll be enough to, to get over and how good of a manager is Colin Collins? how good of a manager is Colin Collins? I suppose his record speaks for itself, really. I suppose he's been a lot of fair football. I suppose the graph has just went up. We've, we've introduced new players and we've, we've um, I suppose we reached the All Ireland quarter final for the first time, I suppose, in a number of years. And we've also um, been very soft and tough in some big teams on, on different occasions. So um, I suppose what Cullum's brought to the care set up, I suppose, is hard putting the words, but in fairness, he's just brought the whole, I suppose, football perspective in the county onto a different level and 
there's a lot of credit due to him for that. Absolutely, and I suppose you said it there, uh, in 2016 you reached All-Ireland quarter-final and you're obviously hoping to get back to that stage now it's changed to the Super 8s, but how does it feel as a Clare footballer to be one game away from the Super 8s? Well, it's brilliant, I suppose, any footballer in Ireland to tell you this is where they want to be in summer days, training for, for big games and, and trying to, to get into the last eight Ireland and see where that can bring you, I suppose. Um, the league is a great competition, but I suppose and some people might say it's played in the wrong time of year, but playing football in, in the summer is, for your county is, is where you want to be and as a young lad, that's what you aspire to do. So that that's really what, I suppose, playing the league 34, if they're telling what to be in that last day and play football in the summer on a consistent basis. So we're looking forward to the weekend now and, and think we get overdone. Absolutely, and I suppose in the GA there's been a lot of talk about a Tier 2 championship and there was proposals made last week. As a Clare footballer, uh, do you think there's a need for a Tier 2 championship? Um, yeah, I suppose different people have different things, but no, I wouldn't be in favour of it, to be honest. I think when Cullen came in in 2014, we'd have been in that bracket of... Um, of being in the tier two, and I don't think we'd have been improved any bit from being in that tier tier two. Um, one bit, I think we've improved by getting up to divisions and also testing ourselves against, uh, I suppose, teams perceived with better players and um, better coaches in, in different championship games. And I don't think you'd be able to do that in tier two. And I suppose there's a lot of arguments to be said for it, but. I don't think it would be any benefit to an injury footballer to to bring this clear system in place because even you see there with the Joe McDonald Cup, Eddie Brennan there has done a fantastic job with each. But I suppose the the scope and it's under is, is fairly, I suppose, minimal. It's, it was on the Sunday game yesterday and, you know, they, I suppose they showed, I suppose, five minutes of the final, you know, but it lost a number of people around the country how did their county get on in the Joe McDonough Cup? You know, how many would be able to tell you? So I suppose, and it's of notice that like, there are hurdles in it, they're all, these hurdles have every right to be competing for the name of Kathy, in my opinion, but I suppose the powers to be have decided different, but um, yeah, no, I wouldn't be in favour of a tier two system anyway. Do you think if the media did approach it right and the correct amount of work was put into a tier two championship that it would work, or do you just feel it wouldn't work at all?
And as a Clare footballer, did you take huge confidence from that second half performance against Kerry? You probably didn't start the best against Kerry, but you really came out all guns blazing in that second half and put in a fairly decent performance. Yeah, of course, the first half um, of that game, that philosophy desire was probably we wanted to put in a face Exactly. And you're looking back at the league, Clare finished sixth, they just avoided relegation. What's changed from league to championship? Exactly, and looking back at the league finishing sixth, I suppose when you're just avoiding relegation and you stay up, it kind of brings a bit of resilience and a bit of heart into a team, and it gives them a bit, bit more confidence that they have stayed up. Did you feel that happened when you did survive in Division Two? Yeah, definitely. Paul. I think Was it a massive blow to lose uh, the youngster Keelan Sexton? Ah, Keelan, Keelan's a very talented player, there's no doubt about that. Um, and he scored a great goal in the league to, to keep us up in fairness. But I, th- I do think that some of the younger guys have stepped up. Um, Gavin Cooney's been playing very well at the moment. and There's also some some other forwards, Carmel Corey and Conor Fanook and Andrew Oderbein, you could name. Um, you could name five or six that have really stepped it up in training and are pushing for places. So, um, of course, Keelan's a, a brilliant footballer. Um, but I do think some of the guys who came in have done really well um, since the league is over. And in, in fairness, they've been pushing hard for places. And uh, they've got their strength and fairness going and giving them and some of them have taken them. Um, and Gavin is playing at the moment. So, 
And any guy that gets the chance and he takes it, and he, I suppose he gives you that confidence thing. You get great confidence in that because you see how hard a guy's working. He really wants to make the clear team, and from that scene, he brings a new kind of energy because he's a new guy making a step up, and I suppose he know he knows he's proved himself, and and the likes of Gavin has done that done that for us in the championship this year. And Clare football has had plenty of dark days. Uh, there's no doubt in that, but. What's changed from the dark days to the glory days when you were beating the likes of Ross Common in 2016 in round four of the qualifiers? You're one game away from the Super 8s. What's the difference, really? Um, I suppose it's just pulling about it for at least. I've just been into the, the Fair Football Tournament since he's been there in 2014. And I suppose the players are carried out too. We always had, I came into the tournament, it was, you know, you guys, the Garden City, like these guys were big smart footballers, and and um, as well as that, we some of the best footballers in the country at the time. You know, Shane McGarr was a player who I suppose could have been on the Dublin panel, and at the time in such good form. So I suppose a bit of relief. Colin brought that experience to the football panel, and you see it now. I suppose guys play with abandon almost at times. Your belief in their ability and belief in the people around them, and I suppose that's what was kind of missing in the years before that. That was maybe guys didn't believe they were good enough to compete with uh, with these other teams. But when Colin brought in, he brought that huge belief into the whole panel. Is there huge work being put into the underage structures now and clear that the seniors are on such a high? Is there huge belief being put into the underage structures in Clare football now that the seniors are on such a high? Yeah, definitely there is. Um, the last few years, I think the minors have qualified for the, uh, the two or three minor finals in a row. So that was something that we haven't seen before. I suppose the uh, minor teams gone by with there hadn't reached the finals, but now they seem to be getting used to somewhat. So um, there was even a fine minor team this year. My uncle uh, was actually over them, and they were lucky to lose the a cork side. They were beaten by Terry. They want to find by a point, so we'll be hoping to see some a few of those guys come through in the next three years now and add a bit to the, the Clare football team. And Gordon Kelly's been described as one of the top defenders in the game by David Clifford. Do you feel this Gordon Kelly is one of the most underrated defenders in the game? Uh, oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's my own subject at the National League training. It's great preparation for for any county game because if you won't give your aim to be a real competitor he's, he's everything you want in a, in a player like just a belief in himself that uh, the same as an absolute dog like he's just I suppose there's never there's never taken a person off or in a session you know even in a light session they are going to be going 100% for the ball and, and um, it's like it's uh, an all and final with him every day And I suppose it was a massive blow to lose Podge Collins to the Hurlers, losing Joe Hayes uh, to retirement. Clare football has got some setbacks, but 
you now really have the strength and depth uh, to cope with most teams. Yeah, definitely. Like that, the the more massive losses and a few great great days in their jerseys, and um, the guys that came through now have had a huge depth because I suppose we didn't have that depth in your kind of worry and how you're going to cope with the like the last of the likes of these guys. But thankfully, there's been a, a smooth transition column has brought a few guys in who I suppose he just has an eye for a player. Really, uh, he brings in in like this. Um, Looking at the banner midfield in Cahill O'Connor and Gary Brennan, like, do you realise in Clare that you've probably got uh, two of nearly the best midfielders in the country? Uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely true. And even Sean, I don't know who has uh, filled in there in a few games as well. And he's, um, he's an incredible athlete, really, I suppose. He's, um, he's brilliant in the air and he's, he's very quick. And he's great at hands as well. So, um, the three guys like that who can who can feel, uh, I suppose, 